Here is a Nikuda Behechola of Tazria, the first Sicha, the Nikuda of the Sicha, bringing it into the Hechola of the Heroa that the Rebbe brings out. This week's Torah portion begins with the sacrifices that a woman brings after giving birth, which leads us to the closing Mishnah of Mesechte, Tractic Kinim. The Mishnah speaks of the woman's sacrificial pairs of birds and what happens when a confusion takes place and we are not sure which are the obligatory ones, which the voluntary ones, which the burnt offering, and which the sin offering. The confusion can be on part of the woman or of the Kohen performing the service. And because there are different laws where the service on the altar is done for the different types of sacrifices, hence new peers need to now be brought. With a scenario the Mishnah gives us in which seven, according to one opinion, eight more peers could need to be brought. Then the Mishnah goes on to say two closing statements. Rabbi Yeshua said, this is what it meant when they said, when the animal is alive, it possesses one sound, but when it is dead, its sound is sevenfold. In what way is its, is its sound sevenfold? Its two horns are made into two trumpets, its two leg bones into two flutes, its hide into a drum, its entrails for lars and its large intestines for harp strings, and there are some who add that its wool is used for the blue pomegranates, and we're talking about of the priest's robe, which they banged against the bells and made also sound. Then it goes on to say, Rabbi Shimon ben Akashia says, ignorant old people, the older they become, the more their intellect gets befuddled, as it is said, and it quotes a pasuk. But when it comes to aged scholars, it is not so. On the contrary, the older they get, the more their mind becomes composed, as it is said, and the Mishnah brings a pasuk. Now, commentaries such as Maimonides, the Bartanura, and others, they explain the connection of these two teachings to the law discussed, that one, just as when the animal is alive, only one voice comes forth from it, but when it is dead, there comes out from it many mitzvot, the seven voices, here also. Initially, she did not need anything other than one pair of sacrificial birds for her vow and one for her obligatory sacrifice. But because she doesn't know what she established and the Kohen does not know what he offered up, she needs to now bring many more. Secondly, so too, the sages, when they grow old, weaken and lose their bodies, just like the when the beast dies, their wisdom will multiply and their minds will be strengthened, just like its sound is sevenfold. However, on this explanation, there are questions. Among them, A. What clearer understanding of the law in our Mishnah do we have through the example of the sounds of the live and dead animal? And B, why do we need the point of ignorant old people at all? How much more so to be brought 
first before that of the sages? Hence, these two teachings are actually giving us clarity into our law of sacrificial birds. The question arises, originally the sacrifices were of definite obligation for the birth and for the vow. However, the additional sacrificial birds are being brought but of a doubt, for in truth the Kohen may have done them right. If so, we are dealing with a prohibition of a non-consecrated animal slaughtered in the temple courtyard, from which it is forbidden to benefit. And nevertheless, the law is here in the Mishnah that we do offer the additional sacrifices. Hence, Rabbi Rabbi Yeshua explains this with saying that once the animal dies, firstly, its original sound is cancelled. Metaphorically, this means even if the Kohen did do the original sacrifices right. And nevertheless, number two, the new seven sounds, additional birds now being offered, are the sounds of the very original animal, the obligatory sacrificial birds. And henceforth, the additional offerings are not in the category of a non-consecrated animal slaughtered in the temple courtyard. However, in the case of the sacrificial birds, there are many issues that went wrong. The woman doesn't know, the Kohen doesn't know, etc., while by the animal only one descent happened, the animal died. Hence, Rabbi Shimon brings the example of the ignorant old people which in their aging go through many descents, as he quotes, the older they become. And nevertheless, in holiness, we're talking about the sages and Torah study, even though biological nature demands many descents in their aging as well, Nevertheless, their wisdom will multiply, their minds will be strengthened, and they will add holiness. So too, it is in our law concerning bringing additional sacrifices, which is holiness, even after many mistakes, many descents. Now, the mystical meaning behind all of this. Pregnancy represents exile, while birth represents redemption. Hence, Rabbi Yeshua is teaching us how to survive pregnancy, exile and death, and to reach birth, redemption, life. For even though in exile we do not have the one sound of the paradigm service of God as one, and hence we may think that in exile our shepherd, God, is not protecting the one sheep and breaking the seventy wolves, however, in truth, We have seven sounds in which each soul has its form of service of the holy seven-branched menorah of the Beta Migdash, the holy temple, illuminating themselves and the world around them. And these seven sounds are part and parcel and permeated with the very one sound of our holy patriarchs who lived within God is one. However, Why are we going through this exile? Says Rabbi Shimon, For through it, their wisdom will multiply, their minds will be strengthened, and they will add holiness. Oh dear God, we have already reached getting older, and even if there is still some, their wisdom will multiply, their minds will be strengthened, and they will add holiness to accomplish in the world. May you, God, 
as the Kohen in our law, forget of them and bring Mashiach now.